Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. that cells from your body stay in your baby for years after birth and vice versa. I think this is the coolest thing ever. It is a phenomenon called fetal maternal microchimerism. Say that five times fast. Again, fetal maternal microchimerism. And What happens is that starting around week six or seven of pregnancy, cells from the baby cross the placenta and and travel into the mother's body. And and it's really important to note that some of these cells are, are stem cells, which are a type of cell that can turn into any type of cell. Um, They found that the stem cells that, you know, travel into the heart can turn into heart cells. Cells that go to the brain can turn turn into neurons and, and so on and so forth. And because these cells seem to be more concentrated in diseased tissues in the mother's body than than tissues that aren't diseased, researchers are looking into whether these cells might actually help to heal parts of the mother's body by supporting, you know, the production of things like collagen, um, protecting women against autoimmune disorders, and, you know, even helping to detect and fight off cancer cells later in life. But researchers are also examining, you know, if these cells might also cause some harm. So jury's still out on that. This is something that is continuing um, to be researched. It's also believed that that these cells could actually increase levels of maternal hormones that support, you know, per, post-birth functions like, like breastfeeding. And another way that these cells impact the mother's body is in the thyroid gland. So it's believed that these fetal cells might be able to tell the mother's body to generate uh, more heat, which can, which can help nurture the baby. And, and finally, researchers are studying whether or not fetal cells in the brain might impact the mother's behavior. Um, but there's not, you know, currently any conclusive findings about this. So, okay, so some of your, some of the baby cells can cross into your body, but some of your cells can also cross the placenta and enter the baby's body. Um, Some of these cells, you know, it's believed that they're helping to kind of like 
fine-tune your baby's immune system, teaching it how to learn to distinguish between, you know, foreign substances and itself, while also not like overreacting to, to outside threats. And, and the exposure to maternal cells, it's like early training for the baby's body in, in, this, in this regard. Researchers also found that that cells, um, that that these cells cause fetal tissue to produce more T cells, which is a type of immune cell um, that can help to prevent the baby's immune system from attacking the mother cells. So studying this phenomenon, it it could support you know research in organ transplantation transmission of HIV from mother to child, certain autoimmune disorders um, like type 1 diabetes. So researching that is also really fascinating and really interesting. And some of these cells die off. A lot of them die off, actually, um, soon soon after the baby is born. But some of them can actually last a lifetime in both mother, the mother's body and the baby's body. So, so for example, like right now, if your mother did not use a gestational carrier, you probably have cells from her body inside you um, in, in addition to the cells of, of your children, of your child or children that, that you carried in your own body. And it's also been found that, you know, because the mother's body is kind of like a, a reservoir um, for some of her children's cells, some cells from older siblings, they can be transferred down to younger siblings. So... So like, say, for example, yeah, so like my little brother, he might have some of my cells inside of him that he got when he was in our mother's body. Um, and the presence of these cells, they could also help to determine how soon a woman can get pregnant again after a pregnancy. So for example, you know, the body might hold off on getting pregnant again until it's actually killed off enough of the fetal cells from the, the previous pregnancy. I also think it's interesting to note, you know, going back to the the name, you know, fetal microchimerism. It's interesting to note that the term uh, chimera, um, which is again part of microchimerism, is is defined as an organism with a mixture of genetically different tissues. Uh, it's also it's also defined as a fire breathing female monster that has a lion's head, a goat's body, and a serpent's tail which I think is pretty awesome. Um, but back, back to the cell, you know, in addition to helping the mom's body heal, these cells, um, they can also allow for early uh, prenatal testing. So, you know, now anytime after about week 10 of pregnancy, a woman can get a blood test that allows the cells of her baby, which are in her blood, uh, to be tested for the sex, um, in addition to, you know, the baby's risk for chromosomal abnormali abnormalities like Down syndrome. So I got this um, blood test at 10 weeks, found out I was having a girl. And and again, it doesn't like tell you if the baby has any chromosomal abnormalities. It just tells you if they're at risk for, for these abnormalities. Um, and it's believed that like part of the reason the cell exchange is possible is because humans, we actually have one of the most invasive 
types of placentas. It incorporates itself so completely into the mother's body that that it causes the the rearrangement of arteries um, so that there can be direct blood flow between the mother and the fetus. So pretty amazing, right? The, the human body never ceases to, to impress. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right. Love you. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern-day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask, those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Whoa.